Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Five months have passed since Hamas brutally attacked Israel, launching a vicious war for Israel's very survival. As Israel fights for her existence, so many people around the world, even in America, Israel's greatest ally, have turned their backs on the Israeli people right when they need friends the most. Friends like us. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground in Israel, delivering critically needed emergency supplies to those suffering right now. There is an immediate need for essentials like food, medicine, and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. Many cannot return to their homes because of rocket fire in the north from Hezbollah. Israel is in desperate need and that's why I'm partnering with the fellowship today. Every donation is urgently needed. To give to IFCJ, visit supportifcj.org. That's one word supportifcj.org your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support supportifcj.org god bless and thank you are they going to raise interest rates are they not going to raise interest rates which is worse we'll talk about that tonight we're going to talk about xi jinping and vladimir putin meeting together we have a classic light in the mood all that's coming up and i'm right I know there are all kinds of flashy things going on right now between the indictment and Xi Jinping, and and I'm not going to sit here and tell you, well, those things aren't really important. Let's focus on what matters. No, those things are very, very important. But also you and your life, that's really important too. Your finances are really important too. Are we going to go into a recession, a depression? What's happening with interest rates? What's happening with inflation? These are things that matter a lot. 
They matter a lot to every person, not just political people. Everybody goes out to buy eggs. Are you still going to be able to afford to do so next year? And what's the Fed about to do with these rates? Let's dig into it, man. It's time to talk about it. So what is going to happen? I don't know. Let's ask John. Joining us now, John Carney, Breitbart News Finance Man, always keeping us educated. All right, John. Uh, look, I probably I have an opinion that they have to raise the rates because I'm worried about in, uh, about inflation. But my opinion doesn't matter. We need your opinion. Are they going to raise the rates? Are they going to drop the rates? Are they going to leave it where it is? What's coming tomorrow, John? Well, the first thing to notice, this is the most uncertain we've been about any Fed meeting in over at least you know, years, probably. We, we always knew that they were going to hike the last few meetings. This time, not only do we not know how much they're going to hike by, we don't know if they're going to hike at all. They may just pause or they some people have urged them to cut rates. I think the cutting rates is off the table. I don't expect that to happen. A pause is possible, but I think the most likely and the right thing for them to do is to go ahead and raise rates at this meeting. So I think we're looking at a 25 basis point, one quarter of a percentage point hike uh, tomorrow and not a not a cut. And I don't think they're they've seen enough panic to make them actually want to pause. Okay, I agree with you that I think it's the right thing to do, but there are a lot of people out there very concerned, understandably, about interest rates going up. Can you explain to those people why it's a good thing that interest rates go up? Right. Well, we, we have inflation that's way too high. We need in higher interest rates in order to bring down inflation. A lot of people thought that the progress we made already would have been enough to stamp out inflation. But what we've learned is actually inflation is a lot more persistent. And when you look at underlying measures of inflation, there are, you know, there's, we've barely made any progress for several months now uh, against inflation. So the Fed does need to continue raising. It does need to keep an eye on the banking sector and make sure it's not destabilizing. But I think there's actually an argument to say that if the Fed paused or even cut rates, that might send the wrong signal. Raising rates right now sends the signal, look, the banking system's stable. We can get through this. There's a couple banks that are in trouble. If they actually say, oh, whoa, we, you know, we have to give up the fight against inflation or at least put it on pause for now, people could read into that the idea that they're seeing something much worse in the banking sector than we know about. So their pause could actually cause more panic. Uh, on that note, here was Janet Yellen. Our intervention was necessary to protect the broader U.S. banking system. And similar actions could be warranted if smaller institutions suffered deposit runs that posed the risk of contagion. While we don't yet have all the details about the collapse of the two banks, we do know that the recent developments are very different than those of the global financial crisis. John, here's what concerns me. The banks hit the panic button because banks have made a lot of very stupid decisions very clearly. Even they acted like they didn't know interest rates were going to go up. And so banks start panicking. Federal government steps in, starts in backing all these deposits on the banks. And off this panic, 
Is the Fed now going to not raise rates enough because the banks hit the panic? It seems like a damned if we do, damned if we don't situation right here made worse by the Fed bailouts and the dumbness of the banks. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. The dumbness of the banks uh, is threatening to saddle us with inflation for longer if the Fed has to back away from this. Uh, I actually don't think that would work, by the way, because <clears throat> higher inflation also pushes down the value of the long-term bonds these banks hold. So even if the Fed attempted to say, okay, we can't raise rates because it's hurting the se securities portfolios of the banks, uh, I don't think that works. I think then you get higher inflation expectations, which pushes down the values of those bonds even more. And so the Fed should keep on going. If they pause, I don't think that's a complete disaster, but I do think we'll look back on it a year from now when inflation will be higher than it would have been and say that was a mistake. And I think the Fed has made too many mistakes. They should stop making mistakes, stop underestimating what's going on with inflation and definitely do a quarter of a point. I would have preferred if they do 50, but I guess you know the instability of the banks has taken that off the table altogether. Okay, so the best we can hope for. The best we can hope for is a quarter of a point. Now, I, I'm asking this not as someone, some idiot on TV, just as an American citizen. Is the value of my dollar going to continue to go down for the foreseeable future? And if so, how long are we talking here, John? Ten years from now, is my dollar going to be worth even less than it is today? Is this a year? Is this When are we going to stop this? Remember, it never stops. The dollar is always worth less year after year. The question is, how fast does the dollar lose its value? Right now, we're losing value at about seven cents on the dollar a year. That's way too fast. So the question is, how long does the too fast last? And the answer is probably at least another year that we're not going to bring inflation down to what the Fed looks as a desirable level of inflation, 2%, until sometime in 2024 at best. John, to ask a really stupid question, but one I really genuinely want to know, why is it why is it written down? Why is it a thing that the value of my dollar has to go down at all? Is that just basic economics so I can never be in a financial situation, an economic system where the value of my money goes up? Yeah, they, you know what? This is a controversial opinion, but it's pretty much agreed to by all the central banks in the world that you should have around 2% inflation. The idea you know, has to do with some economic ideas about how growth really works. I'm not sure those theories are right. I share with you some skepticism about the fact that our central banks should always be causing, aiming for subinflation. But look, on the side of the inflationists, when we had very low inflation after the financial uh, crisis of 2008, we actually had very low employment growth and persistently high unemployment. So maybe we do need some inflation to keep things going. I, I'm not sure why that would be, frankly, but that's how you know the, the 10 years previous to our pandemic support their argument in this case. All right. Yesterday, Joe Biden vetoed legislation that would have put a stop on all this ESG insanity. Here he was. I just signed this veto because the legislation passed by the Congress would put at risk the retirement savings of individuals across the country. They couldn't take into consideration investments that wouldn't be impacted by climate, impacted by overpaying executives. And that's why 
I decided to veto it. It makes sense to veto it. That's insane. John, Joe, did he just save the planet, John? He's, he's, he's either terribly misinformed about what that bill was going to do, or he's just lying to people. It is probably, to be honest, a little bit of both. He, uh, what that bill did was say that you're, when you are a fiduciary, you have to look out for the 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 best interest, meaning the 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 highest responsible gains, the financial impact of the investments you are making for things like pension funds. That's all that matters. You can't put your own personal preferences for. Well, I'll make a little less money, but I'll save the planet. Uh, that's not allowed. What this bill uh, said is we're not going to allow that to happen. We're going to reverse a rule passed under the Biden administration that was going to allow a fund manager to use his preference for whether it's governance or environment or other social goals to uh, be more important than the returns on your portfolio. This bill said, no, you can't do that. People are free, by the way, to go invest in ESG if they want. You can put your money into a fund that does this. But what, what this said is, no, when you are trying to manage somebody else's money on their behalf, your goal is to make money for them, not to look out for these other things. And Biden just lied about what that bill did. Of course, somebody, if, if, of course, if a fund manager says, you know what, I think you're going to lose money because this company overpays its CEO, that's fine. He could always do that. What he can't do is say, I think you should make less money because I think CEOs pay are paid too much of this company. So we're not going to invest in them, even though that would make you a lot of money. So Biden's, I think he's, I don't think he understands this issue at all. And it's a real shame that he, I mean, this was passed, both Democrats and Republicans voted for this bipartisan bill. And the crazies of the Biden White House said, you know, hey, sign the veto and he did it. Of course. John Carney, Breitbart, thank you, brother. Thank you. All right. We still have so much more to come tonight. Are you ready for a panel? A panel on Xi and Putin and uh-oh. Anyway, we have a ton to get to tonight. Great light in the mood. Before we get to any of that, obviously, as you've heard, the economic news is bad. And it's not just where we are now. For the future, it looks like it's really, really bad. Most of the businesses in this country, they're battening down the hatches. Beef supply is the lowest it's been in a decade. Eggs, I don't need to tell you about eggs. Do you have an emergency three-month food kit in your home? Does every person in your home have an emergency three-month food kit if, God forbid, it all goes bad on us? I hope it doesn't, but it might. My Patriot Supply has emergency three-month food kits ready to go. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, drinks, 2,000 calories a day, making sure you and yours are taken care of until everything gets back online again. And right now they're $200 off. It's not always like that. $200 off. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com before you need it. MyPatriotSupply.com, all right? We'll be back. What is the administration doing specifically to counter the growing Russia and China relationship? What we're focused on is uh, revitalizing our alliances and partnerships around the world and advancing our 
foreign policy goals around the world. It's not about it's not about countering them. It's about advancing our goals. Do you think that Putin and Xi fear President Biden? You'd have to ask them whether whether they fear or, or, or they Should not. They? It is not about fear. It's Should about President Biden advancing our foreign policy goals around the world. It's about President Biden revitalizing these alliances and partnerships. It's about President Biden and what he's doing to preserve our national security interests around the world. That's what we're focused on. It's not about fear. Oh, gosh, we're so screwed. Joining me now, my buddy Kurt Schlichter, columnist, author of the new book, Inferno, and my other buddy Jim Hansen, president, World Strat Solutions, former Green Beret. Okay, Kurt, you know what? I introduced you first. I'll lead it off the top. It's not about fear, Kurt. It's just it's not about fear. Do you think they fear Joe Biden, Kurt? You know, John Kirby sounds a lot like my friend Jim Hansen, so it's disconcerting to hear such sissy garbage <laughs> in such a similar voice. I mean, you know, the guy was a Navy admiral, so I'm not expecting a whole lot uh, out of this crop. I mean, my gosh, <laughs> where, where have you gone, Admiral Nimitz? Um, no, they don't fear Biden. They are celebrating Biden, They uh, that the, the, this guy's in charge. They're high-fiving each other over caviar and vodka in Moscow right now. Um, what a disgrace. What a, an absolute disgrace. What a strate strategic abomination this is. I don't even know where to begin and yet remain FCC compliant. Jim, uh, okay, fear is necessary, is it not? I know we're not supposed to use words like hate and fear because we're in this new namby-pamby world of ours, but actually it is important that Xi and Putin fear America, correct? If they don't fear us, they can't respect us because they're our enemies. If our enemies don't at least have the idea that there is leadership in the United States that could cause them harm, then we have a problem and we have a problem. I mean, we just saw the, the Chinese just brokered a deal between our enemy, Iran, and our former ally, the Saudis in Arabia, uh, in that overthrew you know, the peace accords that Trump did with the Abraham Accords. So now they're in Moscow and likely to broker a deal for peace there. Where's the US on the world stage? Uh, we're nowhere. Biden's in the basement licking an ice cream cone. Oh, okay, you know what? We're going to pause on all this before we get to the Ukraine stuff because we're going to do something, just a little charity work we, we do often on this show. This is called a dumping on John Cornyn section. So we're going to pause all the news of the day. And Kurt, look, if there was a portrait up in D.C. of, hey, just put one picture up of defining Washington, D.C. I've argued several times that you would take a picture of John Cornyn and just slap that ball of uselessness on the wall and say that that is Washington, D.C. But that's just me, Kurt. What do you think about Texas Senator John Cornyn? Well, look, it's not enough that this guy had to go help the Democrats uh, with their latest gun grab thing uh, out of some bizarre misguided notion that the uh, Washington Post was going to like him. But just recently, they, uh, uh, you know, John Cornyn went after somebody who was saying, you know, maybe we ought to have a real strategy that uh, promotes America's interest in Ukraine. I said, well, that sounds like you're channeling Neville Chamberlain. Okay, like I say to so many young liberals who, who quote Harry Potter at me, read another book. Everything's not Munich.
all right? My gosh, these it, and, and and this kind of implies that he's Winston Churchill, okay? He, he's he's not fit to lick Winston Churchill's cigar ashtray. <laughs> Thanks for that visual, Kurt. Jim, <laughs> the John Cornyn minute is yours, please, sir. Uh, he is a 100% useless waste of human protoplasm and an oxygen thief. And to attack Sean Davis, uh, Davis from The Federalist is just absurd. Sean's a patriot. Sean's smart enough to know that if America is not defending a strategic interest or advancing one, we have no business running headlong into World War III because everybody wants to hate on Putin. Which leads me to John Kirby. I just I can't I can't even believe this is a video that exists. But this is John Kirby talking about why America is against a ceasefire. It's fine for the the Chinese to go out there and say they want a ceasefire. We'd all like a we'd all like to see the fighting stop. Who wouldn't? But if it stops now, without any consideration of the Ukrainian side, without any discussion between the Chinese and the Ukrainians, without any accession by them to an idea of a ceasefire, it basically freezes in place what Mr. Putin has been able to achieve on the ground inside Ukraine. It's dwindling, but he still has occupied territory in Ukraine, and that's just unacceptable. Okay, now, Kurt, for whatever people feel about this Ukraine-Russian mess, I, th I would hope we could all agree that young Russian soldiers and young Ukrainian soldiers and Ukrainian civilians, it would be really nice if they could stop dying in droves as they currently are, but apparently that's not America's foreign policy right now? Well, look, I, I'm for America's interests. Look, I like the Ukrainians. I went and trained them. Uh, they're, they're tough dudes. They're fighting for their country in their own way. They're pursuing their country's interests. We should pursue ours. Now, let's be clear. None of the three of us are hawks. You, you Jesse, you, you are a fighting Marine. Uh, Jim was a uh, snake eater. And, of course, I washed trucks in the desert. Um, but... The, the, the thing is, we all have a common experience, and we've been there when people have been hurt, or worse. And my test is always, could I sit down with a mom of an 82nd Airborne paratrooper in Oklahoma and say, ma'am, this is why your son died, and have her not slap my face? And I don't know, I, I don't see that test here, because this can suck us in. We've already lost one drone. It may, it's only a matter of time before somebody's in the wrong place at the wrong time and gets killed. And I don't understand why it's worth that. No one's articulated that to me because they can't, because they don't understand strategy. They don't understand national interests. All they're doing is reacting, uh, usually to hat cliches like the one John Cornyn shot out this morning. Yeah, no doubt. Jim, I'm actually going to ask you a question about an article Kurt wrote, because I'm not a professional and I do that kind of thing. See, Kurt wrote an article in Town Hall about why invading Mexico is a bad idea. And the reason I'm asking you, Jim, is because you're a snake eater, because you're a Green Beret, because when I say things like this, like what Kurt said, who's absolutely right, that, that this is not something that we should do. This is not something that people have a good idea of what it looks like. I always get this response. Why can't we just send in the Green Berets to take them out? And I try to explain to people intelligence and logistics. And yes, I know you are the finest troops on the planet. But Jim, why can't we just send in the Green Berets? Well, you can. You just shouldn't. And the problem is, we could go in and we could kill a whole bunch of cartel members. We could hit them with drones. We don't even have to send anybody. 
We could start a war with people, but asymmetric warfare means they get a vote. The same way Putin gets a vote in what we're doing in Ukraine, and if we go too far, he may escalate things. The cartels can kill a lot more American citizens than we are willing to do in Mexico. And I'm talking about killing Mexicans. So I don't think there's a way to go ahead and control that without ceding the ability to control that battle space to people who are much more ruthless, vicious, and used to slaughtering innocents than we are. So yeah, send them in, and we'll lose in a bad way. Oh, Kurt, well, at least we have a secure border, and we know no bad people are coming over through Mexico. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, we've got many, many millions of Mexican citizens here. And Mexicans are very patriotic people with a, uh, a history of insurgency. And I have a feeling if the Americans go in, they're going to side with their local bad guys versus the hated gringo because they're patriots their own country. But a lot of them are here in our do, do we get to choose where the, the battle space is? I don't want the battle space to be Los Angeles. It's not worth it. How about we do the basic function that every nation should do and that we were kind of doing under uh, Trump, which is sealing our border and defending it. And then a lot of these problems go away. But again, this idea of invading Mexico is just a Band-Aid to put over the gaping wound that is our utter refusal to seal off our border and defend it like any normal country. Kurt, Jim, thank you, boys. I'll see you. You got it. Thanks for having us. All right. The Trump indictment. We haven't talked about that tonight. Dave Marcus is going to join us next. We'll get his thoughts on that. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about going to war and coming home. It's different, you know. It's, it's, a, it's an odd thing. It's an odd thing to be 20, 21 years old, and you've just experienced combat and everything that comes with that. And then you come home, and there's not some transition group there to help you come home, to help you learn how to just be a normal civilian again. And part of the reason the veteran suicide numbers are what they are is guys don't have the help they need. Your mind isn't ready. You're, they need help. I love Boulder Crest because they're helping them. They're not doing what others do, just throwing them a bottle of pills. Hey, best of luck, tough it up. They're actually bringing these guys in and bringing them back our best. They're rehabilitating our best. Don't we need that? Don't we? Don't they deserve that? It's called Operation Struggle, and I want to encourage you to go give what you can. Go to bouldercrest.org and give what you can, all right? Bouldercrest.org. These guys deserve it. We'll be back. These four horrible, radical left Democrat investigations of your all-time favorite president, me, is just a continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt in the history of our country. Whether it's the Mar-a-Lago raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call, it was absolutely perfect, or the stormy horse-faced Daniels extortion plot, they're all sick and it's fake news. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them, and they know it very strongly. 
Joining me now, Dave Marcus, columnist with Fox News and apparently every other publication on the planet. He's also an author and he's also my friend. Dave, you say this indictment is good for Trump and it's good for Alvin Bragg. Let's start with the big cheese. Trump, why is it good for him? Look, I, I, I think Trump's basic argument from the very beginning has been that he is the, the person in between the American everyman and the deep state. And that when they go after Trump, they're not really going after Trump. They're going after the everyman who wants answers about, like, why is every good job gone to China? Right. Why did covid lockdowns happen? Pick your poison, whatever it is. So, yeah, I mean, this Trump being sort of assaulted by the powers that be in this way only plays into his narrative in, in powerful ways. Dave, why is it good for Alvin Bragg? Obviously, half the country hates his guts right now. Everyone's talking about what a piece of trash he is. Congress is threatening him for whatever that's worth. Why would it be good for Alvin Bragg? So Alvin Bragg has been under um, a microscope in Manhattan because we all know there's a lot of crime in Manhattan. Even the Democrat mayor of New York City has has been, you know, breaking this guy's stones. <laughs> Alvin Bragg knows if he gives the limousine liberals in Manhattan the photographic image of Donald Trump that they have been dreaming of for years and years in handcuffs or the mugshot, He's a hero for the rest of his life. Jesse, there are Presbyterians in Oklahoma who do not look forward to the second coming of Christ with as much fervor as these people in Manhattan want to see Donald Trump have a mugshot or, or, or be in handcuffs. This guy will be a god or, or at the very least a prophet for the rest of his life if he gives them that photographic image, and I think he probably will. Dave, can you explain that mentality as best you can? I know you don't share it, so those of us who don't share it have a difficulty explaining it. It's like trying to explain someone else's mental illness. It's very difficult, but that, that's a weird obsession for me. I hate all kinds of politicians. Gosh, I hate almost all of them. Obama, I hate him more than any of them. I, I've never had this ongoing dream to see him arrested. I wouldn't mind if he was arrested, but you're right. That's what they want to see. Why? I think that I think that with the election of Donald Trump, and we certainly saw this in the media, but I think we we, we saw it unfortunately with some of our, our fellow citizens as well. There stopped being rules. He was supposedly such an incredibly existential danger to the United States and to our moral fabric and 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 to everything that these people think we're supposed to be, that bringing him down became the only important job. And if that meant 51 former intelligence agents had to basically lie and say like the Hunter laptop, Hunter Biden laptop isn't real, that's what it meant. This was the only thing that mattered. And so I think for them to finally see the photographic evidence of, of, of Trump being arrested will be incredibly psychologically fulfilling. Okay, for the nation, Dave, I, I agree with everything you just said there. It's something I've echoed that they, just the effort to get Trump at any cost, well, any cost can get awfully expensive, that it has done so much to damage Americans' trust in so many institutions. Dave, I don't know how you repair that. I, I don't know how you put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Do you? 
No, I, I, I don't. And Jesse, I, I know from personal experience that you've spent enough time in New York City to know that the people in New York City really don't care what happens to the rest of the country. I mean, that is that is a t secondary, if not tertiary, thought at all times, right? No, I, I, I don't know. I, I have a piece up at the Daily Wire today that you might appreciate because it's about this concept of, you know, the national civil war or, or the national divorce. And you know, basically, I, I look at it and I say, we have reached some points where we can't compromise anymore. And and, and what do you do at that point? Like, I don't think we're going to start pointing muskets at each other, but um, at least rhetorically, we're in a pretty tough spot. Okay. Well, let's, let's go ahead and dig into that. Because, uh, Dave, I, as much as people think that I'm a firebrand or nasty or whatever they say, I really don't want to see anybody hurt. Not the left, not the right. I don't want Americans shooting each other again. I don't want to ever see anything like that ever in my lifetime. And I definitely don't want my sons to see it. But you're right. We're at a point now where I don't know how we live together. So what is the solution, Dave? Look, I think in the short term, the solution is going to be a pretty bitter, at least rhetorical fight between those on the right and, and those on the left. We have some basic questions, right? Like, like th there's no compromising on whether people can change their gender. There's no compromising on whether we should look at each other's skin color and feel like that gives us important information and, and, and change how we treat people. These are, these are basic fundamental questions. And in order to compromise, what has to happen is we have to believe that the other side is operating in good faith. And, and right now, I don't think either side believes that about the other. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. Okay, so the Amer that's those are lofty stuff that political commentators talk about. What does that yeah. mean for the average American citizen? The average American citizen, obviously they care about their country, but they care about their wife, husband, kids, paying the mortgage, getting by, and they care about not being crapped on by their government at any level, state, local, federal. What should they do? What do they do? What do you do right I, now? You, you, you know, you, you got to run for the school board. You, you, you got to you got to support local politicians who are going to give you some degree of school choice. Um, so much of this has to be done locally, and we get so distracted by, you know, Trump versus DeSantis, and it's fascinating, and we can look at polls and and all these things. Honestly, uh, if if most Americans paid half as much attention to their local school board, city council, mayor's race a, a, as they do to, you know, the big national, you know, partisan runs, uh, we could probably get a lot more done. Amen. Dave, thank you, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Have you been paying attention to federal law enforcement, NSA, CIA, over the past five years? Have you been paying attention at all? Do you understand that these people are spying on you? That America's law enforcement arm, all of them, they have determined that the enemies of Democrats are in fact domestic terrorists and they meet they admit this before congress by the way they regularly spy on everything you have when i consider that and i also consider the fact that all the free email places that give me free email oh thanks google that they're actually reading my emails 
that they're actually collecting, not only collecting my data, they're selling my data. And then I consider that they've been caught a million times working with the people who are against me. That kind of leads me to believe I need some secure email that these people can't get to. Have you heard of Startmail? It's time to go find it. And it's time to get some secure communications out there because the, the people who hate you are reading everything you, re you read, everything you send. Go to startmail.com slash jesse and sign up right now and get yourself some actual secure email. It's not free. The one you have currently, it's not free. Trust me, they're using it for a purpose. Go pay for Startmail and actually get secure email. Startmail.com slash jesse. We'll be back. Everything that we have seen since June, when Roe and uh, Roe v. Wade was uh, was was uh, taken away from women, uh, puts women's lives in, in danger. And now we're seeing uh, anti-abortion legislation across the country. Again, dangerous uh, to the health of women. Dangerous to the health of women. I wonder what Abby thinks about that. Joining me now, former director of Planned Parenthood, now one of, if not the leading pro-life advocates in this country, which I love. That reminds me of the story of the Apostle Paul, Abby Johnson. Abby, tell me about this wonderful anti-abortion legislation going on in this country, because that just makes my heart flutter. <laughs> well, you know, we're seeing a lot of good things happen across the country. We are seeing women protected from the dangers of abortion. We are not seeing women harmed. And you know what is so surprising to me? Actually, since abortion has been banned in the state of Texas and is now illegal in the state of Texas, we haven't seen one woman die from a back alley abortion. We haven't seen one woman die from these crazy abortion scary stories that we've been hearing from Biden and the leftist media. So shockingly enough, women are still living, they're still surviving, and they're choosing life here in the state of Texas and many other states that have pro-life laws. Abby, what are we seeing? Because I know there have been several states that have passed laws like this, and it's, it's a wonderful thing, but obviously the goal is always not to harm anyone. It's so that little baby has a shot at life. Are we having more babies with a shot at life? Yeah, I think we are. We are seeing an uptick in women seeking uh, alternatives and help from pregnancy centers. Women, I mean, by and large, uh, we're getting more and more women seeking help on, you know, different crisis lines. Women are finally realizing that abortion is not the quick fix that they thought it was going to be. The abortion industry preys on women in crisis. So their hope, this is the reason why they oppose bills like, you know, 24-hour waiting periods, 72-hour waiting periods, because they want women in that moment of crisis to jump really quickly on an abortion clinic table and say, okay, now I'm going to fix this crisis as quickly as possible. Now women are going, you know what, maybe I don't actually want to have an abortion. Maybe because the option isn't quickly available to me, maybe I do want to choose life. And that's what we're seeing across the nation. Abby, uh, 
one thing that's really taken on, it's sad, but of course they're not just going to stop what they're doing, is the abortion pill. I heard a stat recently yeah. that now half of the abortions in this country are a pill. And it's just so easy for a scared young lady as you brought, I just take this and it'll be gone. Can you explain what this is and how truly harmful it is? Yeah, so the medication abortion pill, it's a two-step system. So um, this is not the plan B pill. This is not emergency contraception. This is for women who are already pregnant. They already have a growing baby inside of their womb. So a woman takes a first pill, and that's mifepristone or mifeprax. That's what actually starves her baby of progesterone and kills her baby. Progesterone is food for a growing baby. So that kills her baby. Then she goes home and she takes a series of pills called misoprostol. And those pills cause her uterus to contract like she's in labor. And she labors at home and she delivers a dead baby into her toilet. Oh. And then that woman has to make a decision. Do I scoop my baby up out of the toilet? Do I decide to bury my baby, my fully formed human baby that's now floating in my toilet or do I flush my baby down the toilet let me tell you something we don't even know what the ramifications of this are going to be psychologically for women who are making the decision to flush their baby down the toilet what is this going to be like for women who have to go back to the scene of that trauma over and over and over again this is going to be devastating for millions of women across the country we haven't even seen uh, the real devastation of abortion yet to women in this nation. Ah, that's so sad. Why'd you leave Planned Parenthood? I left Planned Parenthood. Uh, I worked there for eight years and uh, ended up seeing a, a lot of uh, issues with the with the industry, but ultimately ended up leaving after a couple things. One being told that we had an abortion quota that we had to fill, a certain number of abortions that we had to sell, which went against the narrative that we're trying to keep abortion safe, legal, and rare. Um, and then being told that we had to double our abortion quota, number of abortions we had to sell, but ultimately ended up leaving after witnessing a live ultrasound guided abortion and witnessing a 13-week-old baby fight and struggle for his life against the abortion instruments. And I knew then there was life in the womb, there was humanity in the womb, and if those two things were true, then I was on the wrong side of the abortion debate. It's freaking awesome. It's brave. Planned Parenthood, they're even involved in transing kids now? What is it with this group? Yeah. They are, you know. They are, people ask me, Abby, why, why is the pro-abortion pro movement, you know, in bed with the LGBT movement? And I tell people, it's because they are profoundly anti-life. Both are profoundly anti-life, and they're both profoundly anti-God. So you've got a group of people inside of these abortion facilities who, you know, a lot of them are homosexual, a lot of them are gay, a lot of them are transgender. So you've got these people who their actions do not create life, right? They're not able to be procreative. They're telling women who have created life that they should not procreate, right? So again, profoundly anti-life. And now they're in the business. Um, and they have been for years, actually, since 2009, of prescribing gender modification hormones, so these cross-sex hormones, uh, to children, actually, and doing it without their parents' knowledge. And, oh. by the way, 
doing it on taxpayer dollars dimes. So we are the ones that are paying for this in many states. It's disgusting. And I believe that now that a lot of these abortion centers have closed and they've got these ambulatory surgical centers open in many states and they don't know what to do with these surgical suites, I believe that they are going to begin transitioning, surgically transitioning children and adults inside of these former abortion facilities. That is why in Texas, we're working on a ban for gender, gender modification for children. We need more of that happening state by state. Amen. Abby, thank you for what you do. Keep going. Of course. Thank you. All right. We got to lighten the mood next. You know what else we got to do? We have to make sure we understand that taking our country back starts at home. It starts with better personal decisions. I personally have been bad at this for much of my adult life. And I've had these periods of time where I haven't been taking care of my physical health. You know, drinking too much, getting too lazy, not working out. I'm not ready for the fight when I feel like that all the time. Part of the reason I work out more, eat better than I have, although still really poorly, and I take a male vitality stack from chalk every day, is I need the energy to get up and stay in it. It's, not, it's more than just being, you know, father, husband. I, I, we had a country to fight for. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days with natural herbal supplements? Instead of free-falling testosterone, increasing testosterone? Guys, do you have any idea how much better you would feel with 20% increased testosterone? Let me tell you, it's incredible. Ladies, female vitality stack for you too. The energy you feel alone. You're ready to go. Afternoon, evening, you're ready to go. 35% off the subscriptions. That's chalk. That's what they do for you. Cancel anytime. It's not some scam. Go to chalk.com promo code Jesse. C-H-O-Q.com promo code Jesse. We'll be back. All right, it's time to lighten the mood. It's everyone's favorite part of the day. And before we get to that, let me just do this one little article right here. Gold tops $2,000 on flight to safety. Flight to safety. You know the Fed is going to raise interest rates tomorrow, right? You know that. You know where we're going. I don't have to elaborate for you. Where's your money? Are you invested in things you can touch and feel? Do you have gold in your 401k and IRA? Do you have gold and silver coins in your home? Uh, you should, like now. I would call Oxford Gold right now and make that happen because you know where we're going. I don't, I don't need to elaborate. You know where we're going. We talk about it all the time. Economically, you know right where we're headed. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell Oxford that I told you to call. They will take care of you, I promise. They're super chill. But do what you can to protect yourself and the money you've worked very, very hard for. 833-995-GOLD. You didn't do this. You're not responsible for this country's economic situation. All you can do is protect yourself. 833-995-GOLD. All right. Joe Biden. Yesterday, he said he's a student of Persian culture. And I've got to tell you, old Dr. Jill, eh, maybe not so much. You know, 
The Persian culture is amazing. As a student of the Persian culture, not a practitioner, but a student. <laughs> Sorry. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders who die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and homeless veterans. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women who risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs walks and climbs a year and dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about America's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk.